I'm Mike Richman in VA Research Communications, and welcome to our podcast series, Voices of VA Research. How much alcohol is harmful to your health? Is it five drinks per week? Ten? More than that? You may be surprised. A new study finds that consuming alcoholic beverages daily, even at low levels that meet U.S. guidelines for safe drinking, appears to be detrimental to your health. The researchers found that downing one to two drinks at least four days per week was tied to a 20% increase in the risk of premature death, compared with drinking three times a week or less. Dr. Sarah Hartz, a psychiatrist at the VA Eastern Kansas Healthcare System, led the study. It appeared in November 2018 in the journal Alcoholism, Clinical and Experimental Research. Dr. Hartz joins me now on Voices of VA Research. Dr. Hartz, thank you for appearing on Voices of VA Research. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on this very interesting finding that consuming alcohol, even at low levels, can potentially harm one's health. So, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Sure. Let me start by asking, were you surprised to learn that one to two drinks at least four days per week was tied to a 20% increase in the risk of premature death? I think as a, as a person who enjoys drinking recreationally, it, it surprised me. But as a physician and a alcohol researcher, it was less surprising. Because you, you have, you have uh, come across uh, findings similar to this in the past? Yeah, yeah, the data have been getting less and less strong over time. And, you know, in general, it didn't make a whole lot of sense that drinking alcohol will be good for you when, I mean, it, it, it certainly seems like things like that are typically not good for you. I mean, whether, you know, how bad they are is a whole different issue. My interpretation of the study for myself is more that drinking alcohol is not good for you and should be limited. And so you shouldn't use health as a justification for why you drink. So now I understand your study included two cohorts, one of more than 300,000 civilians and one of nearly 100,000 veterans. And the findings were consistent in analyses of men, women, and non-smokers, and the estimate for minimum risk level for drinking was also consistent with veterans and civilians. So because of the potential for multiple health problems in the veteran population, did the parallels between the veterans and civilians sort of surprise you as well? You know, that was the most surprising thing. I mean, that that was, I feel like, the strongest finding was that you know, in these two populations that are very, very different. And so not only is the civilian population civilians, but there's, well, maybe I should back up. So the veteran population is, is, is from people who are going to the VA hospital for medical care. So it's not only the veteran population, but it's also kind of disproportionately representing people who go to the hospital. So it's more likely to have the sicker veterans versus the the civilian population was sampled from the general population, so it doesn't have that issue. So not only you know do veterans have more health problems in general, but you would expect if they're sampled from the 
medical center, then that would be even more health problems. So finding the same, th same thing in both groups was really surprising. Right, I can understand that. Uh, now, I, I need to ask you about this. I found this um, very important in the study. And one of the traps that uh, health reporters often fall into is they'll take the result of a study or the, the primary finding in a study and they'll, they'll create like an immediate cause and effect. But you were careful in your study to point out that there were uh, variables that would lead one to think that there wasn't a direct cause and effect. I was wondering if you could elaborate a little more on that. But basically, you know, consuming however many drinks per week that you, you had in your study, you know, two drinks at least four times per week, that didn't definitely lead to these negative health effects. So I was wondering if you could elaborate on that a little more. This is the thing, I mean, so that what we see overall, you know, this is, so we looked at a, a combination of the two samples, over 400,000 people, and so on average, this is what happened, but individually, there are a lot of other factors that go into whether or not alcohol is good for you, and there does seem to be a small benefit of drinking a few drinks a week to people who have problems with heart disease, that, that it might help with, you know, various aspects of heart disease, versus if you're prone to cancer, then it looks like no amount of drinking is good for you in terms of um, dying from cancer. And so it's, it's, you have to take it and, I mean, it, it's, it's not always straightforward to apply what we see over 400,000 people to each individual person. Right, right, obviously. So now your research is coming amid uh, mounting evidence uh, that says light drinking isn't uh, good for your health, as you alluded to earlier. And there was that uh, study in The Lancet, the British Journal, uh, not long ago that uh, concluded something very similar to your study. But other papers have found light to moderate drinking to have health benefits, uh, such as the one uh, that's that linked drinking by men to a lower risk of heart attack. And then there's also the, of course, the French paradox, which has, says the French have much lower rates of heart disease because they drink a lot of red wine. So were there any other major factors that separated your study from the research that has found light drinking to have positive health effects? You know, what's interesting is that it, it seems like it's all about the reference group. So you have to say, okay, is, is drinking, is light drinking good for you relative to what? You know, are you, are you comparing people who have never drank in their lives, people who have quit drinking? Um, what, what's the comparison group? Or, and so one issue that's been plaguing alcohol research for years and years is that the comparison group is typically people who currently don't drink. And those people are different in many, many ways from light drinkers. And, you know, so there are people who have never started drinking in their lives, and so they're often culturally different from light drinkers, and so they have different dietary habits, et cetera, different life stressors, that kind of thing. And then there are people who were drinkers but quit drinking, and often that is because of health problems. And so as a group, actually, the people who don't drink at all have health issues and so if you compare light drinking to them actually light drinking the, the, the light drinkers have a lower risk of death 
than the never or non-drinkers. But instead of using that as a comparison group, um, we used people who drink once a month um, as a comparison group, which means that they're essentially getting no alcohol on a regular basis, but they still have a lifestyle that would be comparable to people who would drink more regularly. And so relative to that group, the light drinkers don't do as well. So do you think this is the, the ongoing trend now that we'll be seeing more studies uh, with a finding similar to yours and, and the one on the Lancet that light to moderate drinking is just not not good for your health, whether it's uh, you know for cardio reasons or cancer or whatever, but is this the ongoing trend? I think so. And that if you look back at the old at the older studies and you change the comparison group, the finding is consistent to what we saw and what the Lancet published as well. Do you plan to do any any follow-ups with with your work? Uh, maybe t- take a different uh, type of uh, different groupings of, of people to to learn more about uh, the effects of light to moderate drinking. Yeah, it seems like the most harmful effects from light to moderate drinking come in terms of cancer, and so I'm interested in, especially in veterans, looking at where that link kind of trying to better understand the link between light drinking and cancer. Because mm-hmm. it's been shown that that light drinking is related to breast cancer, but the, the, the veterans who go to the VA are mostly men, so it's 90% men in that sample. And so obviously breast cancer is not the main issue there, but it still seems to be linked to cancer. And so is it... You know what it what what exactly how is that working is is what's interesting to me now. Well, this is a topic that has uh, very broad implications, not just for the veteran population, but also <laughs> there are many many people right, right, right. in the yeah, civilian yeah. population that, that that drink. So it's um it's a, a huge interest everywhere. So, but I want to thank you very much for for being on the show. A very uh, stimulating discussion, uh, extremely interesting and fascinating. So thank you very much. Thank you. Many thanks to Dr. Hartz for sharing her insight on the potential health problems related to light drinking. It's an important issue that transcends so many demographic groups. Thank you for listening to Voices of VA Research. Hope you enjoyed it and please tune in again. I'm Mike Richmond. To learn more about VA research, go to research.va.gov. That's research.va.gov. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter.